This is episode number 91 and today on the show we are talking all about the pursuit of happiness when you have hit rock bottom. Welcome along, I'm Nicholas Smith, your personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach. Now each week I bring you an educational or inspiring message to help you unlock your true health and well-being and ultimately help you lead a life that energizes and inspires you. Now today's show is brought to you all about our online yoga retreat. Now the reason that I'm talking about this again is because this The topic I'm discussing today, I use the power of yoga to help me get through these times. Now, I've had adrenal fatigue, I've had hormonal issues and imbalances, and I've certainly had times where I feel like I've been at rock bottom with my energy and with my health. And with the power of working in, so I talk about workouts and work-ins. Workouts is exercise that helps you get stronger and gets you fitter and it it requires energy. But then work-ins is that form of movement that helps build energy and helps you feel much more energized. And it is with yoga that I've incorporated more work-ins. And so when I'm having those times when I've hit rock bottom or I'm feeling really flat, this is when I use that power of yoga to help me get back up again. And I've had my leaky gut and I still battle with this at times. And in fact, last week, something I ate destroyed me and I didn't eat anything weird but I had my norm I had a lunch um, it was a smoothie with some um, other things in it I can't actually remember but then I started to get some really funny tummy pains and then the next day I felt like I'd been hit by a truck I just felt like I'd been destroyed and I often might have times that turn up like this every you know three or four months and it just whacks me and there's no apparent reason or nothing I can really pinpoint, and then it can take me a few days to recover, and so, you know, it can feel like I've just gone backwards, but I just keep moving forward, and I use that as another learning experience, and know that I'm, you know, keep moving forward, and the way that I build my energy back up on those days, because there's no way I can just pick up where I left off, this is where I just start with some gentle movement, start with some gentle, like get out walking, get out stretching, my yoga is very gentle, And I just start to build up that strength and that vitality again through the power of gentle yoga and mobility and just self-caring and just looking after my body because that's the type, that's what my body needs at that particular time. And I know that this will always be something that's most probably going to be a part of me, but I just embrace that, I accept that, don't blame anything or anyone and I just do what my body needs at that time. And it's it's through yoga and through work-ins that I've been able to, you know, just keep moving forward and just using that. So I know that this is something that a lot of people might relate to. And so this is um, yeah, why the power of yoga is so fantastic to provide you with a tool to help you get out of rock bottom when you might have hit there. And as a personal trainer, it's not uncommon for me to see clients when they're at the lowest of the lows, they've kind of gone, okay, I need help now. And they might come in and they're just like, fix me, give me the magic pill or, you know, just I need to see you three times a week or, and I've put on this huge amount of weight or they've 
um, got terrible digestive issues or um, they've got heartbreak, money, stress, loss, illness, all these kind of things are contributing to this emotional kind of roller coaster and their health is going along for the ride. And unfortunately, these experiences and these kind of struggles are not uncommon. And life as we know it can seem like it's kind of crumbling around from you and you can kind of feel like your sense of happiness and joy is disappearing and life's just such a, uh, you know, it's just so hard. And regardless of what your personal set of circumstances are, when you hit rock bottom, it can often feel as though um, everything negative is coming crashing down all at once and there's kind of no light at the end of the tunnel. And most of us have most probably been there. Most of us have experienced um, a rock bottom and what your rock bottom is compared to somebody else's may be completely different and there's no, you know, yours is worse than mine or mine is better than yours or it's we're all on our own journey and one of the worst things you can do is compare yourself to others and that whole comparatitis is is incredibly um, debilitating, and it's something that I I am constantly working on because you know with social media you're always comparing yourself to others, and it can be one of the most um, draining and um, zapping things that you can do for your self esteem and for your own happiness. So one of those things to try and stop doing is that whole um, comparing to others because it can open up another wrath of energy zapping emotions so I know that most of us have most probably been there and most maybe still work, um, still there and I know that this is something just constantly working on all the time about trying to you know to stay on your own path it's your own journey it's your own body it's your own health and you're just not comparing yourself to anybody else we're trying to be like anybody else, but just finding tools to help you better understand your own journey. And it is through this you're able to find that kind of real happiness that seems really unattainable at that rock bottom time. So if this kind of sounds really familiar, you'll be happy to know that there's always ways that you can crawl out of that black hole and it may mean that that black hole could turn up again and that's okay, but you, you're aware that you've got the tools that you can rebuild your energy, you can rebuild yourself back up and you don't have to hit rock bottom to benefit from these kind of techniques either. You might just have a bad day like I mentioned before. It could be, I'm not saying that, that you know a couple of weeks ago was rock bottom for me. I'm saying that that was just a bad day, that something happened and it's, um, you know, just but I had the tools from what I've learnt from my body over the years of how to get out of that and what I could do to um, just get back on track. And that was through the power of gentle yoga, listening to my body, nourishing it. Get, I, you know, gave it the right food that it needed, really healing, nourishing foods, lots of soup, lots of gelatin-rich foods, fermented foods, and then I was fine again within, you know, a couple of days, 24 hours, 48 hours, and was back on track again. So there's little things that you can do, and the more you get on your own journey, the better your tools are going to be to equip yourself to get out of that, that, that low that you get in. So over the years, I've kind of coached a lot of different people, and I've discovered a way to truly find like that way to get back on your own path and help repair your life when you've hit that kind of rock bottom. 
and that's to start to realign your mind and your body. And you're going to kind of run into sessions where there's um, times we need more high-intensity training and boxing and, and kind of sprinting and running, and this can be great for relieving stress and can it be great for enabling you to ditch emotional baggage and it can be great for um, helping you get fitter and stronger. But often when we deal with a stressful time with really high-intensity stressful things like those things I just mentioned, it can be a good short-term solution, but often we're not getting to the root cause of what might actually be causing the problem, and it's kind of a band-aid effect. And so just as we might we might start finding another job or refinancing our loans or losing weight on a diet, it's only kind of going to be that band-aid if you don't sort out the underlying issues. So you want to always get to the root cause, get a real understanding of what's going on, and then you're able to provide your body with what it actually needs. And often when the body's really stressed, although a stressful high-intensity workout might deal with that emotion in that short term, what the what the body really needs at a kind of holistic sort of level is working out what causes stress, why is it stressed, unraveling that stress, building some energy back up, and then you might benefit from that real high-intensity workout once you've dealt with that issue that caused it in the first place. So you want to start to find out, you know, just get, getting that more underlying understanding of your body. And so this is where yoga does come to play, and this is why yoga is so powerful, and this is why I'm loving talking about yoga just at the moment. It's one of the main forms of exercise where the foundation of the practice lies in balancing your mind and your body and your spirit. So it's not about slimming down or getting more flexible, improving your posture. It's also about working on your health and your inner and outer health and connecting with your inner self and restoring your balance as well. So it's about working on your entire body, inside, outside, mind, body, spirit, and, a, and it's a fantastic tool for when you have hit that rock bottom or when you are on your way down or when you just have a bad day. Just bringing in that power of yoga to rebalance the body is truly something to be taken advantage of. So although there's no scientific evidence suggesting that particular yoga poses can make you really happy, there is a huge amount of evidence that yoga relates directly to an increase positive mood and overall happiness and there's a link in the um, show notes that I've put below this for a link to a study proving that so you can check that out if you feel you want to get the proof. It's also suggested that certain body postures, breathing techniques and positive thinking can have a huge role in your emotional and physical makeup as well. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about how the yoga practice can be utilized to improve your level of happiness and health, as well as helping you gain control over your life, emotions, and your overall well-being as well. So the thing about yoga is one of the most powerful things that it it does, it teaches you to be really present. Yoga helps you to learn to be present and focused on each and every moment at hand. When we're going through like an emotional um, struggle, we tend to get a lot of, spend a lot of time getting upset over events that have already occurred or we start feeling anxious over what might happen next or as a result. 
There was a study in 2010 which found nearly 40% of the people in that study spent time worrying about things that aren't happening right at that moment. And I know that this is something that I am always doing. I'm constantly worrying about something that I've got in the future. And I don't know if you've read the book, Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Body. Um, Amazing, amazing book and hugely hugely transformative. And if I was to suggest you read one book, I've said this before about other books, but this is such an incredibly empowering book. And one of the things about what she talks about, she's got this whole list. It's about 15 pages of a different area on your body and what that problem can be in your body. So one of them is, say, like stomach issues and the stomach um, signs and symptoms of that can be um, as, as talking about problems with anxiety over the future or um, I can't quite remember what it is, but it's about that constant fear of worrying about things that are in the future and this can relate to stomach anxiety, which is kind of, you know, where your nerves and emotions and your gut feeling and things like that all happen in there. And the same with like fatigue and joint pains, they've all got this kind of link to your body because as you know, your body and your mind are connected and, and our bodies are systems of systems and so that whole, you can heal your body through the power of the thoughts and it's, yeah, anyway, it's a really transformative book and for me, um, you know, I've got digestive issues like you almost probably know that and one of those things is about that kind of anxiety of the future and um, so it's got affirmations that I need to um, say to myself to help with that kind of thing. And it's just it's so powerful. And we are constantly thinking about things that are in the future. And really highly recommend you get this book. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes as well so you can check that out. But it's really powerful to learn how you can quieten your mind through the practice of yoga and through the practice of your thoughts and being able to focus on exactly the moment in front of you and able to draw on this skill throughout your day. And it's easier said than done. I know I'm constantly always all over the show and this is just something that I'm trying to work on more and more about being more present, more in the day, just not worrying about other things, just doing what... um, what my body needs and what my mind needs and just starting to become more intuitive and just really using the power of yoga and meditation and my thoughts and journaling, all those kind of things, just to be much more present so that just becoming a much more all-rounded, happier person because when we're constantly fearing about other things, it affects our body at a deeper level than we truly know and... Um, so when we're feeling anxiety, this can kind of spike pressure as um, it, can, it can affect blood pressure, it can affect digestive issues. And when you feel that kind of spike or that pressure becoming too much, you want to connect to your breath and take a moment to discover that little window of happiness that could be right in front of you or that level of contentment or just this gratefulness. So Starting to teach you to be really present is one of the great things about yoga. It just gives you simple little tools. And when you do like a yoga class with me, you'll hear me talk about, you know, focus on your breath, just clear your thoughts, bring yourself right into this time. And the more you practice this, the more you can use that thought process within other aspects of your day as well.
it can just start to bring more balance and de-stress the body as too. So the other thing yoga does, does <laughs> I'm always saying funny words, like I, I sometimes re-listen to my podcasts and I've, I've said, yeah, I, I swear I'm dyslexic sometimes. So if you hear me pronounce words sometimes quite oddly, it's not that I've got a weird accent, it's just sometimes I mince my words and then I carry on and don't fix it up. So <laughs> hopefully you forgive me for that. So yoga allows you to build confidence Many of our postures in yoga are designed to open up the body and to help re-energize, reinvigorate the mind and the body. So as you hold a pose, you're breathing in oxygen. And this is often bringing an oxygen to a particular area or nurturing internal tissues and organs. So there was a study done again by, in 2010 by Harvard and holding on to open body posture such as warrior. And you're able to decrease your cortisol levels and increase your testosterone levels, which is something that a lot of us need help with. Testosterone is a confidence-boosting hormone, and this helps reduce anxiety and increase self-assuredness as well. So the, these really powerful yoga poses are great for helping to rebalance your hormonal levels. And so those that are, you know, when you're in that kind of rock bottom position, this is kind of what we need, that boost coming up from a cellular level, little drop by drop, cell by cell. This is what helps pull us back out again. And it's not about taking a pill or a potion. It is about little gentle decisions in the right direction to help build your strength back up. So these power poses are created to build strength from within and open the body up in the process. So by committing to practice of yoga regularly, which regularly for you might be once a week, it might be every second day, it might be every day, whatever works for you, you'll also be, start to notice a change in your confidence and in your like the practice and your, your abilities and in your own self-confidence as well. The other thing yoga helps with is it helps you find gratitude. When you are in the midst of a mental breakdown or you're struggling to see the light at the end of the tunnel, being thankful for what you've got is almost kind of impossible. And by by being thankful, I'm not referring to the things that you kind of give the your um, your cafe owner who makes your morning coffee. It's kind of that kind of thanks and that sincere gratitude and gratefulness for what you have in your life. There was a study published in the Journal of Happiness which looked into the effects of being grateful has on our overall levels of happiness. And in this study, 219 men and women wrote down a note of gratitude each week and they found that in just three weeks, the three-week period, the participants felt an increased of life satisfaction and overall happiness as well as a decrease in depressive symptoms. So as you take to practicing yoga regularly, you start to appreciate your body and you start to appreciate the way that it feels and you start to become aware of what's happening within your own body. Any blockages you may experience, any areas that are tight, any areas that you really want to focus on. And you start to block out the noise and the focus focus more on like restoring balance rather than worrying about the stresses of you know burning calories, getting a sweat up, um, getting fitter, all those those um, the 
oh, sorry, getting fitter was the wrong word because we do get fitter within yoga. But you know what I mean? We start to stop worrying about all the outside stresses that are occurring in our life and we start to connect to ourselves so we get rid of that comparing ourselves to others what I was trying to say so we get rid of that and we become much more grateful on the smallest things that are present within that particular moment like how our hip feels how our back feels why our ankles might be tight if you've been sitting down for the morning you realize your lower back just feels really stiff and you become really present to your breath to releasing that lower back and being really grateful for that time that you just put aside because now you feel so much better. So you might be grateful for your mat, providing that layer of cushion across your feet, or you might be grateful for your health within that present moment, or you just might be simply grateful for the time that you were able to heal, um, heal any issues that you might be feeling, or just grateful for the food that you were able to eat that nourishes your body or you might find time to be grateful for your family that are supporting you through this journey. There's so many things that you can be grateful for and when we slow down and put the time aside in our yoga practice we're able to really appreciate those things that are often right in front of us that we are too busy to even see. The other great thing about yoga is it allows you to accept. So when you come to your yoga mat and you start to practice yoga you should always try to start with no kind of expectations or preconceived ideas as to how it should look or how it should be. Yoga is not about being perfect. It's about you and it's about your body. So as you start to move through the sequence of poses and you start to connect to your breath and realign your body and your mind, you start to accept who you are And this is one of the most powerful things that I find for yoga for me is that it just really, it's it's in a really accepting practice. Yes, I'm trying to get better in terms of flexibility and mobility so that I can do certain poses, but I'm also accepting where I'm at and why I'm where I'm at in terms of my flexibility. And it gives me this great encouragement of what I want to be working on and a sense of um, challenge for myself without that comparatonitis that we get when we sometimes are comparing with all that fitspiration that's out there as well. So there's certain, there's a real um, acceptance that comes when you start to practice yoga and you accept the teacher for who that person is, you accept the tightness and the strain that comes with your muscles, you accept your limitations, you accept the feelings that you experience when you are in the class. And this acceptance often continues when you start to step back into your busy life away from your yoga practice. So instead of accepting things to turn out a certain way or expecting someone to act a certain way, you start to learn that you can't control anything and often expectations is one of the worst things that you can do. So you learn to put your expectations aside and you learn not to expect anything from anyone and just appreciate what does come Because when we are constantly putting expectations on people, this is when we get disappointed. And so that whole expectation and acceptance can can be practiced within the flow of what we have in yoga by doing it at our own pace. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have goals or setting expectations for yourself, because this is a really powerful thing that you can be doing. 
they ha you have to learn that there are a lot of things that are completely out of your control and you can't control how someone else is going to act or how there are so many different situations that come into your life that you have no idea how to deal with. But coming to terms with this and learning how expectance can aid the healing and preventing disappointment, heartache and kind of stress, this is when we can learn to improve our ability to accept what is and remove the expectation that we might put on certain people or certain circumstances or what we're trying to expect from things. So the next thing that yoga does is it provides you a space to relax, improve your memory and recall memories as well. Yoga is one of the greatest forms to exercise and to feel relaxed within your practice. So being relaxed helps you reduce the perception of stress and also allows you to collect your thoughts because you're slowing down and take a breath from any kind of emotional pain or baggage that you might be carrying around. There was a study at the University of South, Southampton, excuse me, mincing my words, that discovered when you allow yourself to relax, you can pretty much think your way into happiness. So by recalling a happy memory, visualizing an experience or place that you felt joy in can actually make you happy. And this can raise your self-esteem, heighten your optimism, and help tune and improve your overall health and well-being. So when you're feeling, or when you're in like a position at the end of your yoga practice, or you're in that shavasana when you're lying on your back and you're relaxing, allow your body to recoup, to reset, and focus your attention on the positive moments in your life, and recall how you felt, and let it bring a smile to your face. So at the end of the day, when you start to take care of your body and yourself and there's times when you're feeling like you're getting really out of control, coming back to that feeling that you're experiencing your shavasana, which is the meditative pose at the end of yoga, this is when you're able to bring that feeling back into your life and then back into your everyday day-to-day -day activities. Too often we let ourselves hit rock bottom before we act before we start to make changes in our life and there are always warning signs our body and our life is always giving us warning signs of when we need to pay attention that warning sign could be a little pain in your neck it could be um, you know a skin rash that turns up when you're stressed it could be a headache it could be anxiety it could be food cravings it could be there's so many things in that that book that I talked about by Louise Hay, she's got, like I said, a whole page of things. And, and often these things that our body is telling us relate to something else much deeper. And so when we start to listen and we start to slow down and we listen to the warning signals, this is when we're able to avoid rock bottom. And when we do have times when we hit, you know, we hit a bad spot, or maybe you do hit rock bottom... This is when you're able to use these little tools to help pull you back up. Indulge in the moments of happiness while you're nurturing your body and your mind, and this can help you stop you from like falling apart again. And it's also important that you you don't just do this when you hit rock bottom or when you have a bad day. You're constantly doing this on a day-to-day -day practice so that you're becoming more inspired, you're bringing more happiness into your life and you're starting to bring that kind of joy back and restore the balance between your inner and your outer body before you get overwhelmed with everything that's going on in your life. 
and I know I'm, you know, constantly, this is something that I'm always wanting to work on because there's so many things pulling you all in all sorts of directions and so many fears that we put on about what could happen if this happened or, or um, you know, thinking about something that might be happening in a week and then you're not really appreciating the day that's in front of you and being pulled all over the show but has a huge impact on your health and it has a huge impact on your health at a cellular level and our body talks to us so we want to really use the power of slowing down to rebuild and re-energize the body and just help you get back on track so that you're just becoming someone that thrives and um, is just leading that life and you're being that awesome person that you're destined to be. <laughs> so I hope you start to, um, I hope you enjoyed all that information and it inspires you to start bringing more yoga into your life and slowing down more and becoming more present and maybe it inspires you to check out that book that I suggested just to help get um, get to know your body even more, your mind as well and, and what's going on. And yeah, go out there and just keep doing what you're doing and finding that balance and staying on your journey and, and not comparing yourself to anybody else's. So just remember, there is no better time than right now for you to start leading a life that energizes and inspires you. So go out there and do something great today.